Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Almost a day and a half later, you still have to wonder about what the future holds for the Boston Celtics, and nobody seems to really know. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio on Sirius XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. Christopher Stevens, Canty, good morning. What's happening, brother? I'll tell you what. You it's have, hump day. It is hump, hump day. day. We're already past the unofficial start of summer. It still is a Weather's Tuesday. getting better. We, we have, but it still is a Tuesday feel to me because we had the extra day off this week, or at least I did. It feels like Tuesday to you? It still feels like Tuesday. I don't know, man. I mean, once you get to this part of the calendar, after Memorial Day, it feels like every day is Thursday. <laughs> It does. It feels like every day is Thursday. Every day should be Thursday because Thursday's got a tremendous feel to it. No doubt about it. We have got a great feel to this show today as well, so let's not waste any time. Here we go! Only one place to start. The Heat stop the Celtics in Boston and make history themselves. They become just the second eight seed ever to make the NBA Finals. We like it the hard way. We never want it easy. We got to go get something different. Meanwhile, the Celtics are spending a lot of time looking themselves in the mirror, trying to figure out exactly what they are and what the future should hold for their two stars, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And it's not often that you find yourself, Chris, having the discussion of should we break up two star players who are just 25, 26 years old, yet... When you look around, when you ask around, the opinions seem to be very split, and you have to start to wonder if the opinions are split inside the Boston Celtics right now. Well, they just completed their sixth season with one another, and I would argue that this has been the most disappointing end to a season where Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have been the lead tandem. You don't have to argue it. It's true. Well, that's my point. Even if you look back to last year's loss in the NBA Finals, to me, this is more disappointing. When you look at the disparity in talent between the two clubs, the only difference in terms of the outcome and why the Heat were able to advance would be the intangibles and, dare I say, the culture. At some point, you start to wonder – the mixture of styles of play with culture, will Tatum and Brown ever figure it out together? And big fella, I always say this about any of the sports questions. If you have to continue to ask the question, eventually you're going to land on the answer being no. Now, I don't want to be dismissive of Tatum and Brown because they were up 2-1 in the NBA Finals a year ago and game four was on their home court. But to allow Steph Curry to play the way that he did and turn the tide in that series It just begs the question, will these two ever be able to get it done? And can Boston as an organization surround them with enough complimentary talent in order to do so? Think about all the talent that's already on this roster. You got four guys that have been all defense in the NBA. You got three guys that have made all NBA teams, including Tatum and Brown. Al Horford made an all NBA team once upon a time. You've got the defensive player of the year once upon a time in Marcus Smart, and you've got a guy in Malcolm Brogdon that won six man of the year. I, I, I don't understand how much more, I don't know how much more Boston can do in order to surround these guys with the pieces that they need in order to win a championship. What we're banking on is these guys continuing to develop in order to elevate their game, but also the play of those around them and I just don't have the confidence that they're going to be able to do so. Well, the question right now I is, just are don't you, see it. yeah, the question right now is, are you going to offer Jalen Brown the Supermax this summer? Well, here's Zach Lowe of the Low Post podcast and his take on whether or not that's going to happen. It goes without saying that that 
is probably going to be at the forefront of their decision now with Jalen Brown, who's eligible for a supermax. And I've already said when they were down 3-0 and they let go of the rope and kudos to Boston, I, I can't believe they recovered from that shellacking in Miami when they just stopped playing. I, I just don't think it's a no-brainer that they're just offering him the supermax. And if you don't offer him the supermax, that's not going to go over well. I just don't think there's going to be room for a lot of negotiation with Jalen Brown. And it doesn't really take a genius to figure out the next steps from there. Well, the the non-geniuses like myself would immediately say, if you are not handing him the supermax, you need to trade him right now and you need to get better. And my point would be, you better be right. But if you're not offering him the Supermax, you better be right. But the hesitation to offer him the Supermax, let's talk about that. That's kind of what I was alluding to earlier. Mm-hmm. There's something amiss with these guys, right? It's kind of like Kendall Roy from Succession. He looks the part. It, it sounds like it when he opens his mouth. But there's just something there that you don't quite trust. Are you, That's call, how are I, you calling Jason Tatum Kendall Roy? I'm, 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 <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm calling the combination of the two guys Kendall Roy. <laughs> Because it looks like what a championship contending team's core should look like. Mm-hmm. You've got two guys that are either first or second team all NBA. You've got one guy that's 25 years old in Tatum, another guy that's 26 years old in Jalen Brown. This should have the makings of a dynasty. It should. And yet it feels so far away from that. Think about some of the dynasties that we've seen in recent memory. Klay Thompson and Steph Curry out there with Golden State Warriors. I, I mean – Hell, you could even argue what's going on with Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray now starting to feel like that, giving you elements of that. Like Dwayne Wade and LeBron James in Miami. Like, like Those guys were clearly on a path to compete for multiple championships. I don't feel that way with the Boston Celtics. I don't. You're talking about this tandem being in four conference finals, having one NBA finals appearance with, uh, um, since they've been together. And yet it just doesn't seem like they're close to being able to hold up the Larry O'Brien trophy. It doesn't feel that way, but here's the problem. If you are going to move on from Brown, to me right now, the the solution that you have in replacing him has to be a definite. If you're going to say, we're going to trade Jalen Brown right now, you got to tell me that we are getting Dame Lillard or we are getting somebody that is going to help us win right now. I don't want to hear about draft picks I don't want to hear about getting good young players in return. I understand that they have been together for six years, and this is where we are. Yeah. They're still only 25, 26 years old, both together. And I'm not saying to keep them together for four four or five years and just continue to waste time. I can afford to go one more year, give him the supermax, keep him happy, and then if I have to, a year from now, that's when I decide to move on from it, and that's when I decide to try a different combination because I'm going to have no trouble trading Jalen Brown next year. Oh, giving him the Supermax is not a guarantee that that's going to keep him happy. That's just table stakes. That's what you have to do. Right. Because if you don't give him the Supermax, he's going to walk out of your organization after next season for nothing. So you have to give him the Supermax. You have no choice. But taking one more run at it right now, unless you have somebody that's better, no, no, no. My, my point is this. What's one more run at it if the guy has a foot out of the door? There's no guarantee that Jalen Brown has confidence in the organization's overall direction. Mm-hmm. There's, no, there's no guarantee that he has confidence that Joe Mazzula can be a coach that can help him and Jason Tatum figure it out and win a championship. But Jalen Brown is going to say and do all of the right things because he knows the Boston Celtics can give him a contract that nobody else can. 
And that, that's the way of the world when it comes to today's NBA. Guys will do whatever it takes to get the Supermax, and in a year removed from signing that contract, they'll have options in terms of yep. where they can force their way, forcing their way out of town and going where they want to go. So do you think at this point, if they get, offer him the Supermax this offseason, and he takes it, and they try to put other pieces around him, it's definitive that next year he's not going to – He's going to check out and basically wait to get out of He might already be checked out. I mean, based on all the things we've heard from the athletic and other reporting that's been around this situation, he's been lukewarm when it comes to the Celtics organization, and in part because his name had been mentioned in trade rumors prior to this year. He's always felt the way about how the organization prioritized Jason Tatum over him. And Jalen Brown does not see himself as a second field. But if I turned it over eight times the other night and I looked as as despondent as I did after the game – I, I can understand why this team would be talking about this and why this would be a question. Oh, that's all well and good, but I'm just saying from Jalen Brown's perspective, he still feels away. And so regardless of the production or lack thereof in the critical moments, how they've treated Jalen Brown in the past years, coupled with the disappointment in the way that this season ends ended, I, I think it lays the groundwork for Jalen Brown planning his exit albeit a year from now in summer of 2024 if Can't, it happens. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. On the flip side, here's Wendy, ESPN NBA insider Brian Windhorst this morning on Get Up on the future for the Celtics and Jalen Brown. It's a big decision, but it's actually a fairly simple one. You either extend Jalen Brown or you trade him. And the issue with trading him is that you will not get good value because once you trade him, he cannot get the Supermax extension, which means he's kind of unlikely to extend. So a team negotiating with the Celtics would potentially be negotiating for a rental. So I'm going to tell you the Celtics have done this arithmetic already, and I think they're headed for signing Jalen Brown to that Supermax contract. And then they have a two-year window before he and Jason Tatum would actually get the big dollars together where they can figure out whether or not this pairing works. It's not the time to make the big decision. I realize that Jalen Brown did not look good at the end of this series. I realize that the Celtics missed an opportunity this year to get back to the finals, but it is not the moment to break them up, and I don't think they're headed that direction at all. I'll push back on what Wendy's saying. I think you can get good value, and value is subjective, right? It just depends on does a team have what you need and are they willing to take Jalen Brown in compensation for that? Because the goal for the Celtics should not be to try to find a guy that is equal value to Jalen Brown. I think it's players, it's multiple players and potentially picks, but guys that are more complementary to Jason Tatum and what you already have on your roster and guys that have elements of the, the championship culture that you're trying to establish in Boston. That, that's clear that that's the missing piece. It can't all be based on talent. They have more talent than the Miami Heat. And the Miami Heat are the team that's advancing out of the Eastern Conference Finals, not the Boston Celtics. Talent only takes you so far. And we keep talking about the potential of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum because they have so much talent. As Bill Parcells used to say, potential just means you haven't done it yet. And potential gets people fired. We're talking about the Celtics already being on their third coach in as many seasons. At some point... It can't just be about everything around those two guys. It has to be about those two guys elevating the organization. And to this point in their careers, they haven't been able to. So I, I I don't look at it as a situation where you're entertaining trade possibilities this offseason as, you know, not necessarily extracting maximum value. I look at it as an opportunity to see if there's a team out there that has pieces that are more complimentary than Jalen Brown is to Jason Tatum. What we are talking about, though? You better be right if you're going to roll the dice like that. You better be right. 
because that's the kind of move that gets Brad Stevens fired if it doesn't work. If you go and you make that decision and you trade him now, and even if it's not equal talent, lesser talent, but you believe in it to be those supporting pieces, to to be a a championship contender, you better be right that that group is going to get you better, uh, is going to get you further along than than Jalen Brown would. And even though they have been together for six years, Chris, I get that. It's still two extraordinary players. And I think we could agree that winning championships, generally speaking, as opposed to the outlier of what just happened here, does rely heavily on talent. Well, over the last four years, the Miami Heat have more championship appearances than the Boston Celtics. They've been to two NBA finals over the last four years. But it's not about the appearances anymore for the Celtics. But, but, it's about getting okay, over the Okay, and that's great. But to the Brad Stevens of it all with his job security, what happens if Brad Stevens stays the course, gives these two guys supermax contracts, and they still don't win? It, what happens two years from now? It, Guess who they're firing? They're firing Brad Stevens anyway. But Brad Stevens is able to trade Jalen Brown next year and do well in return for him. But my point is, if you don't get something done... If you don't make a move, whether it's committing to these guys and and figuring out the right coach and role players or trading one of these guys, if you don't make something happen over the next couple of years, Brad Stevens is going to be fired anyway. So I'm not going to let the fear of missing on a big swing keep me from making a decision that I could potentially have conviction on. But I don't know how anybody in the Boston Celtics organization could have conviction that Tatum and Brown will definitively deliver a championship. The Free Autos Unfixed Finder service can help you troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and help you save time and money down the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Spicy, start. Want to hear from you at 888 888- 729-3776-888-SAY-ESPN on the Celtics and if Brown and Tatum should be broken up. Get on the lines. We will get to you shortly. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. We get the answer from one of our experts on sex uh, set to that very question next. Wow, that's not a good, that is not a good way to step out of that one. Uh, misspeak. Good job, Carlin. It's up next. Can't you, Carlin? Just happened? ESPN Radio. <laughs> Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. 
superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. The Finals on ESPN Radio. Jokic on the drive, got deep and scored for the lead. We understand that we're heading to the NBA Finals, and we have four more games to try to win. Murray will turn, shoots for three. Yo! Lost the ball, poked from behind by Butler. Butler gets it back and slams it. The longer you're around in this business, you realize the harder and harder it is to do something like this. Martin on the right side, shoots a three straight away, throws it! I'll get to the basketball in a second. You're just doing something I've never seen before. You were typing on your phone with your two index fingers. Have you ever seen that before, Casey? Never seen that. Some, sometimes. You just got to do a couple of quick things, you know. I mean, yeah, I know. It's just weird. <laughs> just a little, not for, like, long messages, but not every now judging, and again. But, yeah, you know, every anyway. now and again. All right. Let's, let's get to the Celtics. hidden talent of Monica McNutt. <laughs> Monica, what are the Boston Celtics? A terrific roster that came up short this year. Like, I, listen, I guess because the longer we go into this conversation, the more mm, half-brained analysis I'm hearing. Mm. But, like, this See, I is... I heard the beginning of the <laughs> show. That's what she's no. saying. I love you guys. That's what she's saying. Love both you guys. But, like, this is a great roster. This roster is better than last year's roster who made it to the finals. Derek White, Malcolm Brogdon. Derek White, all defensive caliber guy, had some really brilliant moments offensively. Malcolm Brogdon was hurt in this last series, dealing with that shoulder or elbow, I believe, um, injury. That made a difference. But they need a pure point guard. Hello, Malcolm Brogdon. Like, they need a 3 and D guy. Hello, Derek White. Like, not to mention, when Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown focus his defense first, like, both of them have the capability of being those guys. This is a great roster. The coaching staff needs reinforcement. Joe Mazzula was promoted. His position was not replaced, to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Damon Stoudemire goes back to college. Will Hardy is co- the head coach of the Utah Jazz. They're down three assistants, right? It is a staff for a reason. And so reinforce the coaching staff and allow these guys – to experience a little bit of continuity. They've had three head coaches in three years. If you're Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, you're looking like, we change coaches like we're bad. They're not. This is a good roster. Take a deep breath. Coach Spo, best in the league. Jimmy, literally, y'all, when this series came to fruition this season, my first thought, I don't know if Jimmy's going to let it go down the way it went down last year. If these two teams hadn't met last year, I'm willing to make an argument that the Celtics survived. But because of the history, they don't. And the Heat flat out were hungrier. They've hit something in the playoffs. Caleb Martin's playing out of his mind. Coach Bo is a brilliant coach. All right, shake hands, move on. Let's run it back next season. 
But here's the thing, Monica. We keep waiting for Tatum and Brown to fulfill on this promise to all NBA caliber players. They've been together six years. You're talking about them being in the four conference finals and only one NBA finals appearance. Meanwhile, over the last four years, the Miami Heat been to two NBA finals. So I'm, I'm wondering how long does Boston as an organization wait for wait on the potential of Tatum and Brown to win them a championship? You got two more years in my mind. Two more years. You got two more years. You got you got the two years after you extend Jalen Brown and the space before you're running into big time money for both Jalen and Jason. And I don't necessarily buy that the big time money should be reason to break it up either if they can start to figure it out. Like it is almost an embarrassment of riches. They've been to six, but they started young. They they're twenty six and twenty five currently. Yeah. Like they are. This is a young group, and so to me. Uh, I know we have polarizing perspectives on whether you buy Giannis's speech or not, but this to me is chop wood, carry water. Like they're, they're closer, closer, closer. I know it's incredibly frustrating. And it seems when you look at some of the other champions that these things are add water championship, yep. but that's not real to have a good organization that is respected and feared in many ways and has their two stars and has been this close to me. That's more to celebrate than to be frustrated with. Monica McNutt, ESPN basketball analyst, joining us. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. One more for me on the Celtics. Chris, I, it's hard to figure that they have continued to get better, and yet they, they found themselves in this situation. So you mentioned the coaching staff. With Missoula, is it just unfair to kind of grade what happened through the postseason because of all those extenuating circumstances? I think so. I, I think... Before Brad Stevens left to go run the front office of the Celtics, like, he was heralded as the next pop, right? Y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I trust his basketball acumen and that he would not have reinstated or, or promoted Joe Mazzulla if he is not up to par. Now, there's a reason, again, that everybody has staffs. And I personally, Kansas, you, got, you, know, you play at, at, in the pro level. I think that coach getting you ready stuff is absolute BS. <laughs> like, you're a professional athlete. Yeah. You've been a professional athlete for a very long time. You got your butt kicked. That's on you. Like, cool for Joe leaning on the sword in the post-game press conference of um, all my games are jumbling together. Six. Three or six, or whatever. Five. Five, five whatever it was. Yeah. But, like, that's nonsense. Yeah. Be a pro- What'd you say? Six? You've been in this position six years? Like, yep. be a professional. Cut it out. Yeah. Yeah, coaching is making men do what they don't want to do so they can become what they want to become. So to a degree, I would push back and say the difference between last year's Celtics and this year's Celtics is how they locked in defensively in the playoffs Mm -hmm. under Ime as opposed to Joe Mazzulla. Now, maybe that's something that he can learn, but I think we do need to cut him some slack because the Miami Heat did take the Boston Celtics to seven games in the Eastern Conference last year, and we're on the losing side of it. It's not... It's not crazy to think that the Miami Heat would run it back and actually win this series and get to the finals. If you had a grudge with that you needed handled, top five grudge guys to go handle some revenge business, yeah. Jimmy yeah. Butler's easily that in dude. that group. He's like, that come on now. There's like, no doubt. Go away from basketball. Yeah. Any kind of grudge. I'm going to call my boy. Don't worry about it. Like, no questions asked. He's pulling up. Like, it's, yeah. So I think, and I, I know that that is not basketball, and this roster was so talented, but that to me was a huge sticking point in this particular iteration of that same matchup. Talking to ESPN NBA and analyst Monica McNutt on Greeny. And Monica, undoubtedly one of the storylines going into game one tomorrow night, NBA Finals, will be the rest versus rust argument with the Denver Nuggets because they've had over a week off. How do you anticipate that rest playing out for the Denver Nuggets and what we're going to see in game one. Literally, and this is sometimes me in, in my like basketball nerd silos. The concept of rust never even crossed my mind until it became a popular question. Okay. Ain't no way. 
Ain't no way. Not the team that was sitting number one all regular season. Not the team that just swept the Lakers. Like, not the team that has not had a hiccup, arguably, in this postseason. Rust where? Not Jamal Murray talking all this trash about how he's been forgotten. Not Nikola, Nikola Jokic trying to convince us that he cares about nothing about MVPs, just trying to win. Not Michael Malone, who went on our network about waking up and talking about the Lakers. Talking about Rust where? Rust how? This team is going to be rested and ready to roll. And they play at altitude? And the Heat are just coming off a grueling seven-game series? No chance. Okay, so overall, though, in this series... The Nuggets right now, minus 380 favorites. So, massive favorites Whew. in this Oh, series. I thought it was 480. Okay, let me yeah. bring it down. <laughs> it's minus, no, it's minus three. It's still pretty yeah, – it's better than – it's almost four to one. Mm-hmm. So, with that in mind, what chance do you give the Heat in this series? And it, I, we could talk about all the basketball we want, but we go back to the Jimmy Grudge thing. Like, I have to take that for real. Yeah. Uh, I think that number is way too high, personally. Mm. But, uh uh, three to one. I, I'm not a gambler, but I think in the gambling world, I would bring that number down by like 120, just in terms of um, the respect that you should have for the Heat. Yeah, right. Yeah, right? yeah. Like they not supposed to be here. And I, I was one. Giannis is gonna get healthy. They are gonna figure it out. They just lost a starter and a rotation <laughs> guy. Like it's a wrap. Gentlemen, sweet. Psych. Right. <laughs> Psych. Um. So I think that number is very, very bad. Be careful, gamblers. Like I, I. Mm-mm. Um. I think that this series to me. I think, same kind of thing. I think the Nuggets are the deeper team, uh, the more versatile team, the better team. I think the Heat are incredibly well coached, and it's tough to measure a heart, right? The difference for me for this series, where it was a little bit more clear in my mind in the previous series versus the Heat versus the Celtics, I think the Nuggets got heart to match, mm-hmm. right? And so now, now that we're literally getting down to the basketball of it all, I think Leokic is the best player in the league right now. Yep. Like... And, and to me, I think it's to, to simplify this thing down to Bam versus Jokic is, is not smart because you got to guard a guy like Nikola Jokic as a team. I think if they can keep him off the glass category in particular, they can disrupt what Denver does a little bit, but that's not going to be easy. Aaron Gordon guarding Jimmy Butler is, is a whole new world in terms of challenges. Not that Jimmy's not able to rise to the occasion, but that's going to be a different level of taxation in terms of his productivity. Um, Jamal Murray... Like, does Caleb Martin keep playing the way he's playing? I'd love to see it, but, mm-hmm. like, they, there's still the argument of, like, the Heat as not a good three-point shooter during the regular season, although they've turned over this leap in the postseason. Um, I think this series is going to be better than people think. I'm going – I think it's Denver, but I would not be surprised. Like, you, at this point, can you be surprised if the Heat figure out a way? No. no. <laughs> the no. voice you hear is that of Monica McNutt, ESPN basketball analyst. And Monica – with everything that's happened in the Bay Area the last 24, 48 hours, Bob Myers stepping down, people are talking about the end of the Golden State Warriors dynasty. But I want to ask, with the end of that dynasty, are we now ushering in a new dynasty with the Denver Nuggets? Could you see I love that this. happening? I love this question. I absolutely can see this happening. I, I'm not a completely astute on what all their contract situation is, but I, I'm under the impression that they've got their core intact for a while. Uh, who would not want to play with a guy that averages a triple-double? You're going to get Crazy. the rock. Like, not, not gonna, a 30-point triple-double. You're going to get the rock. He's going to get his numbers, and you're going to get your chances too, right? Like, so to me, I don't know how guys weigh out cities that they want to live and call their home, but, like, there's a very foreseeable path that we could be looking at. The I'm next sure Denver would be high on the list. Yeah. Really, really high on the list. There. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of green pastures, huh? <laughs> My great stuff. We appreciate oh, it. Oh, hold on, hold on. We can't let her go without asking her about Nick Nurse, right? Oh, well, go ahead. We have to ask her about okay, Nick Nurse. Up? The Nick Nurse hire with the 76ers, what do you make of it? 
I don't know what to make of it. For me, I have the same two issues with the two teams that you just mentioned, the Warriors and the Sixers. I can't make really anything of anything until I find out what happens with some of their key guys. Is James Harden going back to Philly? And what's going to happen with Draymond? I think, to me, the shift in the dynasty will be marked by the move of Draymond more than the Myers move. Mm. Um, So I got to see what happens there. And I know as the playoffs waned, some of my frenemies uh, that I made on Twitter in in (laughs) Warriors land pointed out that, you know, locally it's long been suggested that maybe Poole is the one that actually gets moved and not Draymond. So I think to me, those are kingpins before I can really evaluate. But Nick Nurse has won. Um, If Wendy this morning on Get Up suggested that Harden trusts Daryl Morey, Daryl Morey hired Nick Nurse. So does that mean Harden gets in line? Like, so, yeah. Well, all right. Going to be interesting to see. I, they got Absolutely. the best coach out there, that's for sure. And, yeah. and it was a strong class of coaches. Thank you, as always. Great stuff. Thanks, guys. And don't type with your fingers. It's all so, it's, just, it's just weird. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Monica McNutt, ESPN basketball in, uh, analyst with us. It's Canty and Carlin in for Grinny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Round out your protection with Life Phone and Pet Health Insurance. Zach in Connecticut is up next on ESPN Radio as we hit the phone. Zach, what's going on? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm glad I got through. I've been trying to call you guys a little bit. I wanted to touch base on this one um, just because I've been hearing it for so long, especially with the Jalen Brown being, you know, oh, should we trade him? Should we not? Uh, I'm not a Celtics fan, but I live in New England, so I hear it too much. Um, They're 25 and 26. I mean, to be able to make the the championship every year, to be on the runs that they've been on, I mean, not everybody can three-peat. Not everybody can be Kobe. Not everybody can be Michael. And we, we beat these guys up so early in their careers. I mean, it's going to take these 19-year-old kids three, four years to get good. Now that they're superstars, it's like we instantly expect them to be championship worthy. Yet Durant's bad and Luke is bad now. And all these guys aren't living up to expectations, yet there's only one championship every year. I think the Celtics- well, well, we're not asking them to be a dynasty. We're just no. asking them to win one championship. And here's the thing. You're bringing up all of these other people. I mean, Luka doesn't have an all-NBA player playing alongside him in Dallas. I mean, they just got that with Kyrie Irving at the end. But I don't know if we're going to qualify Kyrie Irving as that kind of player anymore. So I just I, – that's the part that I don't understand. And I don't know how much patience or how much runway we should give him because you're talking about two guys from a talent standpoint that, that are – pretty much head and shoulders above everybody else, every other tandem in the NBA, and yet they can't seem to break through. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Speaking of the Warriors, as we did a moment ago, is their dynasty over? Greeny, the podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. NBA News, Bob Myers, architect of four NBA titles with the Warriors, stepping down as Golden State's president and GM. 2019, we've been in the finals five years in a row. That's a lot. It's exactly what you want. And I had to figure out then what was left. Can I keep doing this? What separates Bob Myers, his ability to problem solve, his ability to operate within the egos of coaches and star players. We would not have had those next two championships if Bob hadn't done what he did. He was the key guy. So is the Warriors dynasty over with? We get to that in three minutes. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. First, though, let's get a couple of your calls in. Kagan is up next on ESPN Radio. Radio. Kagan, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say I do not think you can uh, break up a duo like Brown and Tatum. I know everyone keeps saying they have so much potential and how young they are, but guys like LeBron didn't win their first so he was 27, and guys like Jordan didn't win their first so he was almost 29, I believe. So it's just not the time to break those two up. Yeah, but the problem with – first of all, I don't think it was 29 for Jordan. And secondly, Jordan didn't have a duo like this. That's, that's not what we're talking about here. The, the idea is that these two – Players have been together for six years. We heard Monica earlier say, give it two more years. I'm of the mentality of it's one more year. Mm-hmm. And I give the max contract to Jalen Brown this uh, offseason, and we see where his interest level is, frankly, next year, depending on what I can put around him. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I, I, I guess, yeah, I, I think that's probably the most pragmatic way to approach it. Just, just to allow it to play itself out over the next year and see what ends up happening another year under Joe Mazzula, some continuity in terms of the voice, the messaging to the players in that locker room, uh, and then an opportunity for this core to continue to grow together. Like Derek White now has emerged as a key cog in their rotation. Robert Williams, another year removed from injury, potentially being healthier. Um, we'll see what Al, whether or not Al Horford can, can continue to contribute the way that he's shown I'm with you. I think that's probably the way that it ends up playing out. But I do think that Brad Stevens in that front office are asking themselves difficult questions this offseason about the viability of this tandem long-term together and whether or not they should go down the road of extending, what, $613 million mm-hmm. over the next six seasons to two players on that team. Jack next on ESPN Radio. Jack, should they keep Brown or move on from him? Hey, guys, thanks for having me on. You got it. My biggest 
my biggest question with uh, the the Jalen Brown is I think they should trade Jalen Brown right now when he's at peak value. And as I understand it, I, that would disqualify him from the Supermax. If they would go through that, my question is, would that send a bad message to free agents and the guys on the team that we're not going to serve you? We're certainly going to put the team above all. No, I don't think it does. I mean, here's the thing. I don't think they're going to be players in free agency unless you're talking about them trading some salary off their books. Yeah. Like, who are you moving? I mean, do you end up moving Malcolm Brogdon this offseason? You just traded for him last summer. Yeah. I, I don't know if that ends up being something. Do you move Marcus Smart? I don't know if that's going to go over well in that locker room or with that fan base because of what he's meant to that franchise. So I, I'm not sure there are a ton of moves to be made when it comes to the role players for the Boston Celtics. What you're, what you're banking on is that – Tatum and Brown show you incremental improvement and that they display some more of the intangibles that we see from Jimmy Butler and other star players in order to make sure that they elevate the play of those around them. Okay, but you brought one up that was interesting during the break. When you're trying to add to those guys, are you trading away one or two of those players like Derek White and, I don't know, Brogdon's in that mix, whoever, and maybe looking at a DeAndre Ayton because you know that Phoenix wants to move on from him. I personally believe that he would be invigorated by going somewhere else and being in a situation surrounded by two other stars. Yeah. Does that do anything for you? I don't know that it moves the needle. I don't know that it makes them that much better. Do, does that change how we look at Boston? I mean, we already see them as the team that would be right up there with the Milwaukee Bucks to compete to come out of the East. I, I don't know that that changes the math, and I don't know that Aiton is a part of the solution when it comes to the culture issue that this franchise is trying to establish. Canty and Carlin in for Grinny, ESPN Radio. Bob Myers, the former, now, Warriors GM, yesterday on his decision to leave Golden State. This job, uh, the one I'm in, and I would say this, for any professional general manager or coach requires complete engagement, complete effort, 1,000%. Um, and if you can't do it, then you shouldn't do it. And so that's, that's, that's the answer um, to the question of why. Well, now, so this is one of the big pieces that is moving away from the Warriors. Now, we understand that you've got Draymond, who has a $27 million player option for next year. I heard the guys this morning on KJM talking about, you know, Draymond has been kind of batting his eyelashes at LeBron a little bit uh, for the last year or so. Chris, is it over or is Draymond staying? They're going to make one last run at it? For me, I think they're going to take one last run at this. They may take one last run at it, but I'm just sitting here looking at it with all of the salaries that the Golden State Warriors have to account for. Do you know what their salary cap is next year? Do you know what their payroll is? Excuse me. I think it's somewhere around 178 already or 198 the already. Go- the Golden State Warriors payroll for next season is $210 million. Oh. Do you know what their luxury tax bill is? Well, it's north of 230 Yeah. That's Think about them- that. Yeah. With, with salary and payroll, you're talking about $450 million. Payroll and tax, $450 million. That is insane. That is insane. Yeah, this is probably the last run at it. If I'm Joe Lickham, I'm saying I'm only paying this if we're winning championships. Well, the problem is they've given the money to a couple of guys that right now are killing them. 
And and one of the listen, Jordan, I'm not talking about Clay Thompson. I'm not talking about Draymond. No, you're talking about Jordan year. Poole. I'm talking about Jordan Poole. Who? Thirty million a year. Yeah, that's not great, Bob. No, it is. That's not, not great. But I'm I'm just simply saying, there's only so long you can justify paying that amount of money for this team, and especially with the core of your team being on the wrong side of thirty. I think Bob Myers sees the writing on the wall, and Joe Lacob has let it be known. I'm not absorbing more salary and taking on more salary long term. We're going to see what happens this year, and then after that, we're going to move forward with transitioning from Klay Thompson and Draymond Green and most of the core. The only piece that I can see staying around is Steph Curry. Ten seconds, one question, and we'll talk about it more. Does Draymond have a better chance to win a championship next year, Golden State or the Lakers? That's a great question. That is a great question. We'll discuss it more. It's Kenty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. In for Greeny. Is this the beginning of a new dynasty? That's next. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcast. 